Two of us gonna be mouse clicking today. It won't be me alone. Ha 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 ha. I'm gonna get that silent mouse. <laughs> I just, just drop my, oh, my entire phone. I'm gonna get my silent. Fucked it up. Mm. It's so funny that I knew you would fucked up too. Man, sh- how you know that? I just knew it. You ain't got no faith in me. Welcome to Ramble Ramble with Amanda and Marie. So what episode are we on, Marie, huh? Huh? Thirty tree. <laughs> Fuck you. Say it again. Thirty. Thirty three. Uh-huh. Oh, so. wow. <sighs> Lots of tongue action. You're good at that, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So well, I've been we'll told. find out later in this podcast we'll oh, find out shit. about your tongue action. <laughs> so um before we start off this episode add us on twitter <clears throat> ramble ramble pod um send us emails ramble ramble show at gmail.com anything you want us to talk about any questions criticizing marie on how she pronounces 33 mm-hmm. we'll accept <laughs> all of that um we've only gotten one dick pic but uh we need some more mm-hmm. legitimate dick pics mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. Not not a picture of somebody named Dick. Who was that? What podcast that. was that? Was that 2 a.m.? Oh, you know what? No, it wasn't 2 a.m. Was it on Likely Critics? It's one of them. I don't know. But that name what? looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first name. No doubt. Um. So, yeah. So, Marie, what are your... Oh, wait. Wait, before I get into that... Um. Mm-hmm. So last week I did an episode with Podcast First Estate. So check mm-hmm. that out. They are on Lipson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if it ain't SoundCloud, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> nah. Don't do this to me. I listened to it. I heard it. Yeah, so check them out. They're on Lipson. Download it, stream it. Apple podcast. How so. you spell that? What? Lipson. <laughs> How you spell it? <laughs> Stop it. L I B S Y N. Okay. <laughs> dot com dot org. Which one is it? Hmm? Okay, let's go. Moving right <laughs> along. <laughs> and they're also on Twitter. <laughs> no. And yeah. podcast first estate. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Got that. But yeah, so um, I guess hosted the show. It was awesome. We talked about dying, losing your wealth, and uh, some gun gun talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you talk about? You talk about gun. You talk about that p- teacher, that white person. Oh teacher, yeah, that racist. And you podcast. talked about yeah. Um, what was the other thing? The law, a, changing the law. Oh, yeah. Some changing shit. Changing the law. But California, California like, or something? Yeah. restricting police's firearm use, so. At more African-American stuff, guys. Yep. Uh, that's what Marie says. <laughs> You'll be surprised to know what we're going to talk about today. But before we even get there, Marie, what is your annoyances? Okay. All right. Here we go. Make it real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, I'm annoyed by how none of Michael Jordan's skins kids look like him at all. Like, you you won't know it's his kid. Like they wow, don't look like him. This. I'm saying, I hate uh or annoyed by when they call people with video LIGO brave. There's nothing brave about um having video LIGO. Thank I you. I feel like you've said this before, and I don't understand your hate. I've said it before. Yeah. Because they call them brave, Amanda. How are you brave? Because your skin is blotchy. Am I brave because I get breakouts at times? Fuck out of here. Yeah, because um, you, you're brave enough to walk outside. Walk out the door. <laughs> pimple on your Maybe. eye. Um, Zendaya annoys me because she's just like, what does she do? Is it Zendaya? Just, I don't know what she does. Like, she's so boring. Like, do, some, is, do something. I like, think with she your started young blackness. off. She started off at Disney, but I don't know what she did at Disney. Is she a singer now? I don't know what she does, but you see broads like y- Yara, Shahidi, and Amandala, these young, the young blacks, and Zendaya is just <laughs> there like the young doing blacks. nothing, just Amanda being yellow. Yeah, being high yellow, doing nothing with her blackness. Like, give me a break. Well, she um, did say that she um she tried out for the role of Black Panther, and then she felt uncomfortable and. Wasn't that wasn't that Amandala, Amandala, whatever her name is, man? What oh, are these Jesus. young blacks? These what niggas are the, are the same. I just I don't know. I <laughs> don't kinda, know. They no kind of are the same. You sure it wasn't Zendaya? <laughs> I feel like it wasn't her. She was supposed to play Aaliyah, and she was like, "Nah, let me not do that." I remember that from her. Oh, you might be uh, right. The Lifetime movie. Oh, <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm annoyed by Steph Curry's wife being pregnant again. She's like, I hate when um her and Nico Hart. Who else? Not Gabrielle Union because her womb is barren. Um, they wow. just like they're with like a desert wow. with fame, <laughs> famous men, and all they do is just get pregnant. Like they have all the money to go to college, get an education, and they just have babies and stay at home. Like, well, what is that? These Aisha black. Curry graduated from the same college he did. They were like college sweethearts. So she, really, she might be the only one with a degree. What's her degree in? You know what? We'll find out. Keep I mean, I see her trying to act like she's a cook, but like that's not a job. Anyways, um, being a mom is not a job either. So, um, I hate heterosexual couples who refer to each other as life partners. Oh, wow. It's so annoying. That is your husband and or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend. Stop trying to do that partner for life things. That sounds sick anyways. Last but not least, I hate how people try to make mason jars that are usually in poor people houses like a trendy thing or a hipster thing. I remember that's what you drank out of when you didn't have much. You used the old butter container to store food because you didn't have no Rubbermaid containers. That shit's not trendy, bro. That's poor. That's poverty. Stop it. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Stop making poverty. Stop making poverty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. Make poverty great again. Keep it in its place. <laughs> what well, what place should you keep poverty? Beneath us. Beneath us all. <laughs> Stop telling people drinking out of an old peanut butter jar is cool. Please. Stop. So is it poverty if I have dish soap and it's at the bottom and I add some water to it so I could continue to wash my dishes? Are your dishes made of paper? Are we talking about paper plates? Then yes, it's poverty. (laughs) 
you know what? <laughs> I right also feel, I feel what? like, what is it that thing I tweeted out where it's just like um, people that listen to Cardi B also wash paper plates? Ah, that's where my brain got it from. I know I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Hey, don't be expecting Bardi beat. Watch <laughs> yourself, girl. You ain't like the album? I did. Well, I did. You do. <laughs> I don't know why I second. I mean, I, I don't think I like the whole thing. There was definitely like a couple songs. But truthfully, am I going to listen to it after this week? Maybe just like one or two. Well, we're going to get lit on our birthday to a couple tracks for sure. So don't worry about that. We're going to get what? We're going to get lit like the kids nowadays say. Liddy. Now they say Liddy. We're getting Liddy. get Liddy. All right. I can't keep up. I see that there's a new popular dance now. I can actually do that one. What dance is that? When you kind of do your hand and your leg and go mm, 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 one side. Uh, I can't do it. I don't it. think that's necessarily like new, new, but I think everybody's doing it now. Of, yeah, like that's what it is. Everybody's doing this. It. Like, okay. Yeah, the the Millie Rock or whatever the fuck is done now. Thank God. I, I still feel like I'm going to fall when I do it. So I try to do it in the comfort of my own home. I can't do this hip hop dances. I got to stick to my wine up reggae, soca music type something. Like these other things, like too old for that. Same here. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> All that kicking and putting your elbow back and yeah. shaking your eye. Plus, I, I think it's for the kids. It's not for us. Because my knees pop. My knees pop. Yeah. It's not happening. Mm-mm. So. All right. So today, we're going to talk about our favorite subject. This evening, which is this what? Evening. Food? They don't know. Oh. Uh, food? Ha. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're talking about asexuality. A. As Amanda would say. <laughs> This is my my sexual orientation. Mm. Since since everybody needs to have a sexual orientation now, I'm asexual. I see. I already don't even acknowledge that as a as a orientation. But all right. Why? How is it not an orientation? Not wanting to have sex is not an orientation. Not feeling se- well. Okay. So the definition of asexuality. <laughs> Is according to Wikipedia, asexuality is a lack of sexual attraction to others or low or absent interest in or desire for sexual activity. It may okay. be considered the lack of a sexual orientation or one of the variations thereof alongside heterosexuality, homosexuality, bisexuality. Mm. So basically, um, and it says it's an umbrella term that has a lot of sub identities created in there, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. See, so it's a lack of sexual attraction to others, okay. and then it says or a lower interest in sexual activity. So it doesn't say and. Well, I'm a comment on that, but I feel like more I'd say I'm more like aromantic, um, than uh, asexual. Which mm-hmm. I think, in short, is you you're fine with sex, you're just not into the romance. But anyways, let me give you the book definition. Um, Webster and them and pretty much they say it defines yourself as not feeling any or few romantic inclination towards people um, so it's simply having little 
to no romantic attractions. It doesn't mean you, you don't have feelings and you're a cold-hearted bastard, though, according to them. You're a cold-hearted bastard, though. That's what I'm saying. That's according to them. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, here's here's my, my gripe with asexuality as a sexual orientation. I feel like all sexual orientations, they're the sexual orientation from birth till death. Really? While an asexual may actually have sex in their lifetime and have sexual attraction at some point. I'm not talking about the gay hiding their sexuality till they're ready to come out of the closet. I'm just saying once you know you're gay or you're straight or you're bisexual, that's kind of like how you, your whole life is patterned around. It's not so much... I feel like a true, true asexual person, wouldn't it be from their born... And they're getting to grow and know themselves that they realize that if you had sex and all that, all that with people and then okay. later on, you're just on a chill. Is that you get me? Are you allowed to call yourself that? That'd be interesting because um, <laughs> then I would have to talk about myself. And I feel like <laughs> since nobody's going to talk about themselves, this this podcast, I'm not <clears> going <throat> to add into there. But I think that you can. I think you can be like asexual feeling that disconnect sexually from whatever gender you choose to sleep with or be around whichever one of the two genders or do whatever mm-hmm. yes there's only <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing this with you because I know where this is going <laughs> walk like, right out of it <laughs> and then like you, you don't you don't know what it is you don't have a word for it but like you're completely you're completely disconnected from your own sexuality and Mm -hmm. this shouldn't be in conjunction with other things that are going on because you know some people may have been like raped or molested in their life Mm -hmm. and it leads them to be disconnected um as well as people that are like celibate or whatnot um Mm -hmm. and that may lead for them to be disconnected those are like separate things but Mm -hmm. beyond all those things like I think like yeah you can like grow up and have this lack of like sexual sexual attraction to people but like you're in a society where everything is sexualized every time like you listen to a song every time you like look at a movie or a tv show somehow it's always about somebody in there having sex or talking about sex and wanting to have sex or sexual innuendos everywhere yep even in cartoons so it's hard for other people to like understand that there are people out there that are disconnected in that way from sexuality period. Yeah, and or they, you know, they try to make make you feel like something's wrong with you. Like you said, um you have to have had some sort of trauma or something why mm-hmm. sexually or something why you, you don't have that aspect to you for a guy or a girl or both. Yeah, it's like something's wrong with you if you don't want to have sex with them. <laughs> Turn it around on you. That's what it is. But, you know, like aromanticism, a- a- that's what I'm mm. just going to call it because I don't even think that's really a word. But, like, mm-hmm. they also say it's a spectrum of asexuality. So, technically, you just said that you're asexual. you just yeah. on a spectrum. It's just like you have Asperger's. on the autism spectrum you have aromanticism and the asexuality okay no doubt so we're both asexual 
Like, but do you think, um, cause I saw like this, this post, that's the one that you shared with me mm-hmm. and somebody commented on it and they were like, they've been happily married for three years, um, as an asexual person. And I'm really? sitting here like, I'm, I'm kind of confused, but. Which one of them been happily? Just them, huh? <laughs> yeah. Which, which one is happy? for both of y'all? The person your wife is cheating with or whoever. Uh-huh. I I don't know. She was just like she was like she um she met her husband at a dating website and she told him up front that she was like asexual. Mm. I was I like, guess wow. These, yeah, these dating websites have all sort of options these days. So I don't think they have the asexual option, but she told him on the first date, like, hey, I'm asexual. Like, how would you how would you take it if you go on a date with somebody? Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, this date is going good. But there's one thing I want you to know. Mm -hmm. I'm asexual. Um, I, I try to ask what exactly does that mean for them? So I'm trying to see, does it mean they're fine with kissing or all that? Or am I just wasting my damn time? <laughs> she was saying that, like, she, you know, when she's done it in the past with other people, like, they took it like she was not interested in them and they stopped contacting her. <laughs> and uh, and probably others might take it as a challenge. That's why I told you about the C word, celibacy. If you tell dudes that, they'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get that. Boom, boom. And you you may remember more than more than me. Has it been scenarios or people were like guys take it as a challenge when I've told them I was celibate? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? You don't have to say the name, you might give me a clue. Um or or they I remember one of the guys you were talking to kind of the one who told you about the one with the dry vagina. Oh, yeah, yeah. The like, whole... once you put that out to him, he kind of get on the macho, macho. Well, I get bitches anyways. You know what I think remember? of him? Yeah, yeah, I remember him. The dry the dry bag vagina mm-hmm. um, guy. You know what I think? I have a feeling where it was just like he was he was probably dealing with her, even though it may not have been official around that time. And like mm-hmm. sex was so whack that he just wanted to have sex with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he approached it the way that he did. Because he was trying to shoot his shot to be like, hey. But remember, he didn't know I was celibate prior to him shooting his shot. So technically, right, he doesn't count. Those only people that like knew that I was celibate and then was just like, well, I'm going to get her. I don't think I don't think anybody has. Um, cause I like about, to get my free meals. I don't tell them. What about right the one from the other day? Did they know? The other day, another clue. The other evening. Evening. The other weekend. Okay. No, I don't know him. Uh, I don't even know him like that. Like hmm. we've never really had a conversation like that. Okay. And I also don't like people that I have to initiate um, a, a regular adult conversation that should have been had 
what you know (laughs) but that's another that's for another time that's not a story it's another time all right so then you know they have like the five myths of Mm -hmm. a romantics right Mm -hmm. so let's start off with um it's it's on buzzfeed that's what i'm reading it off of so myth number one is all aromantics are also asexual Mm. definitely not true for me so let's see what it says in a little bit more detail it says aromantic people do not experience romantic attraction asexuals don't experience sexual attraction okay but the problem i have with like the word romantic is that it's very subjective right you know when 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 i say romantic i'm thinking of something completely different i may be thinking of roses or a nice flight somewhere in a nice hotel like uh, several different things mm-hmm. but when you think romantic it may be something completely different yeah it's talking to me for too long <laughs> um why are you trying to hold my hand too tough cuddle stop looking in my eyes please you know just just be chill have fun let's have fun and be chill you but know? then that that puts it in uh, the range of like it sounds like intimacy right but then also oh, breaking it down some more <laughs> some people see intimacy and sex as the same thing or intimacy and sexual attraction all tied into one right so i don't understand how that could necessarily be I mean, I understand saying all romantic people are not asexual, but I don't, I really think that aromanticism is on the spectrum of asexuality. So technically, they are asexual. They're just, there's levels to this shit. Mm hmm. But asexuals, as a given, they're, they're attracted to the relationship nuances, not so much the sex. But the aromantic is all good for the sex, but they don't need that romance and, the dance and all these things correct that's the main difference well i'll read a little bit more into that but like because i haven't read it yet but like Mm -hmm. my opinion would be um technically since asexuals can have sex or do have sex i don't know if that would necessarily be the case that makes Uh, it all confusing mm. Good enough. By the way, guys, we're sex. sober, so our brains are extra achy with this topic. I told Amanda we should have drank, but she's like, no, you're going to be sleeping on me. So I'm like, all right. Um, And quiet. I don't think you would have been able to respond to any of these questions. <laughs> it would have like, forgotten been it pause. as soon as you said it. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so asexuals is about the attraction, but you can still do the act of sex. So is it for pleasure? Yeah. Okay. So it's just assumed because you say you're asexual, you're not interested in sexual pleasure, you see? Okay. It can be assumed, yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Because people are saying, okay, so you're not sexually attracted to me, but you'll have sex, but okay. I mean, in in general, for how many times have people slept with somebody that they're not sexually attracted to? This isn't right. like... This isn't some brand new concept. Mm-hmm. Penis goes in the vagina. 
Just don't look at me directly. <laughs> yeah, just because you're not sexually attracted, don't look at me. Don't look into my eyes. <laughs> Cut the lights off. Next time I have sex, I'm not even going to blink through the whole process. I'm just going to stare at oh. him. <laughs> he really ain't doing nothing to you if, if you ain't blinking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying, staring at him while he has um, You were saying something about sex and sexual attraction. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know no more. <laughs> I well, go no to more. the mid two then. Mid two. Um. Okay. So before moving on to the second one, it says romantic and sexual attraction are actually two different types. Even when they coexist towards the same person and the same gender, someone's experienced. While aromantic asexuals make up a large portion of the asexual population, there's also plenty of asexuals who do feel romantic attraction and likewise. Mm. Okay. All right. So, second one, aromantics don't love anyone. Okay. I mean, duh. That's the myth. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't. So, that means it's not true. Right? They do love people. Right. Romance and love, two different things. Maybe I think the problem sex is sex and love are two different things or are they? Yes, they are. <laughs> right. See, see what I was going to say is like maybe the thing is that people are not clear with their own definitions. Everybody has a completely different definition. And then on top of that, people don't communicate verbally. I think that's what makes it. And then also people just discover things about themselves later on, honestly. Oh, okay, like Caitlyn Jenner? Mm-mm. Must you ruin the evening with a transsexual? This was going was so well. To, I was trying to do a Marie. Oh, okay. But nah, um, that's part two. Growth. Growth happens, if you will. You get to know yourself more in different ways in and outside of the bedroom. And then you may, some people connect love with sex sex with love romance with love or, or or not it really depends on your life experience whatever trauma came your way right and then I mean with here it, they say therefore aromantics can experience love in a non-romantic way they love their friends family children and pets duh alright of course I like that tone of voice you're using keep it up <laughs> All right. <laughs> Myth number three. <laughs> Aromantic people don't want primary partners. Why don't you tackle that one? Miss <laughs> um, Aromantic. I would say yes. I think with Aromantic, um, you want to date several people. Um, hello. There's no there's no ideal romance in your in your head. There's you know, ju- you're sexually attracted to them. This is talking about a primary partner. We're not talking about the seven people you want to date. <laughs> like, okay, I okay was primary like, Hold partner, on, are like you the person you, you, you raise a kid with and all that, your mainstay. Well, th- this was how you took it, but it what it was was about primary partner. Read the definition of a primary partner, please, Senorita. What does primary mean? Um, well, in the Caribbean, in primary school is elementary school. Now, um, a strong <laughs> desire. For, I'm gonna read it. A strong desire for a primary partner. 
I don't think they define primary partner. Which is the person with cohabitation, like, um, formal commitment, physical affection, child rearing, financial interdependence. Yeah, this is like the person, your living person, your significant other, your life partner. Primary partner. So they say if you're, you're aromantic, you don't want that for yourself. Your which is not true. You just have to pretend like you. I don't know. I don't know which way you took with this. This is why I'm waiting. Well, they're saying the myth is that if you're aromantic, you don't want that for yourself. You don't want the formal commitment, the one-on-one, the rearing of the child. And I'm saying, I'm agreeing that it's a myth. That's not necessarily true. All right. And then you... You talked about dating several people. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that threw me off. You're supposed to be the aromantic one. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah, the myth about primary partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Date several people. I'm like, uh-huh. well, No, I'm agree with what they say. I don't say it apply to me. Well, you're supposed to be the aromantic in the room. Okay, right? um, for me, um, I, I would agree with the myth. At this juncture <laughs> in my life, okay. <laughs> Nobody is into that child and being with one person sh- forever. Shouldn't we share finance and all that? Fuck out of here. Um, that is Marie. All right. <laughs> Amanda does not agree. Oh, um, so you go somebody you gonna put somebody on the lease of your house that you purchased, my dear? I don't know how it got there. We were talking about love and relationships. You talking about material things. Property. <laughs> Wait, All what right. property? You got to put <laughs> their name on your lease to show you love them. What you mean? <laughs> I mean, your mortgage. Property. I keep saying lease. Is, is property love, Marie? Yes. Is if you're going to have kids together. <laughs> uh, I separate material things with uh, feelings. Ah, new age woman. Like it. Um, oh, and it brings up your favorite uh, word, which is queer platonic. Mm, no speaker. <laughs> it describes the kind of non-romantic relationships they desire that go beyond common friendships. Friends with benefits, then? Is that what that is? <sighs> That's how I'm taking it. But, <laughs> I mean, it's just, okay, there's a wide variety of queer platonic friendships and primary friendships possible. In terms of commitment and practical involvement, some look very similar to the average romantic partnership and others are more of a blend between common friendship and romantic partnership. So basically anything goes that you want to call platonic. So you're telling me if you had a long day and me and you are, are regular friends, but you say you want a bat, bat massage and I give it to you, that's queer platonic? Um, does it matter how I take it? Am I supposed to take this as a sexual advance? <laughs> I mean, like... you still have your underwear on. But what about like my shirt? Like, I get what? the baby oil and you can take your bra off and all that. Rub your back down. Good. <laughs> Is that crippled? <laughs> <laughs> well, Listen, okay. Well, these I terms confuse to... the fuck out of me. I try to propose to you. Here we go. And... <laughs> You're never going to let it go, are you? <laughs> was that, was that a platonic advance it wasn't romantic enough but then I'm aromantic so I shouldn't care about that so you should have said yes because I was not romantic about it I was we were in your comfort zone I was yeah in your comfort, that is I true was in your comfort zone 
Yeah. Like I said, I wasn't clear on what, what the proposal was. I wasn't sure what was going on. Next time, get your words together. Much better. It's hard. To, it's hard. Then to I can make a good to, decision. It's hard to propose to somebody. Have you ever tried proposing to someone? Um, no. I've made prepositions. Huh? Nah. That's different. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Myth four. Um, aromantics do not like physical affection. Um. What? <laughs> right. That's like the point. <laughs> oh, we don't okay. even need to go into this. This is a myth. <laughs> or do they mean cuddles? They don't mean sex. Ah, oh, they probably mean like cuddles and holding hands and all that. Uh, they might be right. Okay. So it says the truth is it varies like the romantic population. The aromantic population includes people who are very physically affectionate people who hate to be touched and people who are everywhere in between those two extremes mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> yeah. yeah you like cuddling um mm. as an asexual the last time you'd I cuddled, prefer to cuddle than to have sex with them hmm? the last time i cuddled i was drunk so i don't i nah not really in general you like cuddling no i don't look forward to that i don't I don't like it. I mean, okay, I'm not gonna say I don't like it. There's just a couple of like annoyances. Like I want to be able to sleep soundly, and when somebody's like right there by me, sometimes they snore in my ear. They move too much. It's just too much involved with cuddling. It's just too much. Yeah. The thought of it, it just gives me mental gymnastics, and I feel exhausted. Plus, you'd always have to be the little spoon. I've been big spoon before. You've been big spoon. What? Yeah, I've been check big you spoon. out. Okay. okay, right? Don't discriminate out here. All right. What are you trying to say? Because I'm small, I can't be the big because spoon. Because I don't have a penis, oh. I can't be the big spoon. I you're mean, a bigot. You're a bigot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a bigot spoon. Moving right along. A romantic myth five. A romantic people don't feel romantic love only because. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let's go back. A romantic people don't feel romantic love only because they're. Wow. Mentally ill, commitment phobic, jaded and cynical, slutty, slutty. evil, or because they haven't met the magical right person yet. Slutty. So basically, it's saying that the cause of somebody being aromantic is not because they're mentally ill or afraid of commitment or slutty. I (laughs) I preferably like slutty. (laughs) (laughs) So the sluttiness, the sluttiness. Come on, man. Please explain. I'm sorry. I'll be mature. So, Marie, has your sluttiness um, led you to a life of aromanticism? Might be vice versa. Might be al revés. It might be the other way around. I don't know. The aromanticism led to the life life of thottery. Thottery. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So, how how would you deal with thottery? If you're a romantic person, like how would you move in that 
situation? Well, because you don't emotionally bond with the person and you go in knowing just what you want and you know that you want more than one, you're not willing to just kick it with just one. It's easy to move through that space because you're in control of your feelings. Your feelings don't get out of hand. It almost makes me feel like aromanticism and asexuality is almost like just it's about the mechanics of everything and not about any type of feeling, emotion, or attraction. It's about control? Is it? Is that what you mean? No. I mean, that's not what I was saying. I was saying it's almost like it's just, it's about the mechanics of everything, about feeling pleasure from the physical act and not any type of emotion or sexual attraction behind any of it. I think... um now that I'm thinking about it more, they're both rooted in a form of wanting to protect yourself and have control. And I feel like you get to that place through experience and, and one jarring experience or maybe several. If the asexual, you know, they're fine with socializing and going through the going on a date and enjoying dates and whatever, you know, nice endorphins pumping. But you have a thing where if sex get involved readily, you know, it might ruin everything. Then you have the aromantic where it's like, oh, I'm fine dating you, you know, getting your pants and all that. But I don't want to emotionally bond with you. I don't want to put myself out there like that. I'm good. So, so I feel like they're all kind of like some sort of, con- based on some sort of control. And protecting some sort of vulnerability or something what do you think yeah no i think i think it's all of that and and more um this but it it goes to how i feel about sexual orientation where Mm. for me it it annoys me when people say like somebody's born that way because the truth is everybody gets there a different way right so it shouldn't be that absolute so, yeah, I think how people get into, like, asexuality and the sub-identities of all of that mm-hmm. is through, it could be, even though I want to separate the trauma, but still, so, let's be honest. Some people may be there for trauma. Some people may be there for control. Some people may be there because they're just so completely disconnected with the sexual side of them for many different reasons, like, mm-hmm. many different things. Um, For me... Uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, what? No, I mean, okay. So this is so when I'm when I'm talking now, it's I'm talking about prior to the whole celibacy thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, sex for me never equated to love. Mm-hmm. Never equated to like any type of like emotional connection or bond from day one. Um, I guess. Okay. I mean, I never thought about it deeply, like, where did this start? Um, mm-hmm. But I, I guess. And I'm like, I know that I've used sex for <laughs> for certain things, but that does, I'm not talking about prostitution. A Bentley? What you got? What you got out of What you got? <laughs> no. Birkin like, bag? I'll, okay, I'll use sex. A Birkin bag? Hey, I wish. <laughs> a house? That's how I got my house. Ball, man. Sure. Red bottoms? I don't know. What? But, um... 
prostituted myself for almost 30 You years. used your vagina wisely. Anyways, go ahead. Vagina was used. Um Damn, what was I saying? <laughs> you you use sex or you sex yeah, to get I, something. Yeah, like I I'll, I'll use I'll use sex to to get certain things or like to draw out certain things. Like if I'm trying to draw out like maybe the emotional response so that maybe I can bond with that emotional response, I'll do it for that. But then the truth is like I I there's still a disconnect and I don't bond with it. But like I'm trying, I'm trying to use sex to get to that emotional place. Mm. Um, I so use you, sex. Mm-hmm. I I can use sex as like a distraction, like it's a shitty relationship or a shitty person or whatever else it is. But like I'm just gonna fuck. Like I'll use sex like as mm-hmm. a drug as well, mm. and that's why you know because I've talked about being celibate and then. For me, there is one point where I slipped up, but that had nothing to do with my Relapse. sexual attraction. <laughs> Relapse from a truck. Um, but it had nothing to do with my like sexual attraction to the person or anything else. It just had to do with like I was going through something and I needed a drug and I knew that sex was one of the drugs I could use, so I used that. Well, but it wasn't like for anything. Mm-hmm. So because of my relationship with sex, I think it draws me to understand like asexuality even more. And I get so annoyed because everything is like centered around sex. Everything. Every every time somebody like anytime a guy interacts with me, it's it's just like I can see him play the game of like, all right, let's see what I got to do. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, all right. And then like you have to like go ahead and pretend like, oh, oh, look, he's <laughs> being so nice. He's opening the door. Oh, he cracked the joke. Oh. Let me see what's on this appetizer menu. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, OK, we're going to have this conversation. Oh look, he's going to touch my leg. Uh, oh, oh. This is for mm. okay. gracefully. Oh, he's going to say all these nice things that I've heard before. Mm. Uh, all right. Um, and it's like the people that I've been able to cross over the line of, you know, just somebody I'm dating. Like actually, somebody I get into a relationship with is because they've done things that's been outside of the norm. They've done things where they weren't that stupid, boring, slutty ass guy mm-hmm. or girl at that point in time. But like, and they were actually really genuine. They're actually really different. And it wasn't somebody that's just like checking off social norms of how they're going to interact with me so they can get what they want from me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my, that's my take on I it. I mean... It's because of the social norms that they do that. You know, men have it hard. Men have to do this thing just to get some, you know, poom poom. That's what it is. Yeah, but does but does everything need to center around that? Why can't that be separate for something else? Like, why can't certain interactions just be what they are? Why does it have to to lead into I agree. something sexual? All I agree. The time. I agree for heterosexuals and homosexuals. I feel like, I feel like, 
um the gays do it the batman gays do oh, it more um like every interaction they well, have is about Jamaican, sex so I you don't think, you don't think so I'm, and i'm just doing this from observing stuff on tv of course um because jamaica don't have no gays anyways <laughs> <laughs> anyways um what's i gonna say i'm gonna say something else Fuck. So, so what about the gays again <laughs> no i was gonna say something else <laughs> oh in the in the animal kingdom if you ever seen a nature show and i know you have not just they on rape. slots the male of the species is always prettier and they always have to do this dance to attract the female yeah they always have to do this and fly around and get the stick and uh, it's similar with with the males here they have to do this and that and woo the female and all that on one hand it seems like um like why does it have to be this way on the other hand it's like yeah but men want to fuck and if i want to attract a woman to fuck i have to take her to dinner i have to do this i have to do that and then depending on how they say it it comes off as crass when they're like yo i bought this dinner so we ain't going home you ain't gonna give me none yeah but like it's also 2018 what's that mean penis and vagina are different now yeah, one's curved, the other one's straight. Hey, I um, thought this was, that was a good opportunity to make a tranny joke. You missed it. I set it up for you. My <laughs> ways. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right um, along. But no. Um, <laughs> see, this is all your fault. <laughs> I'm right? sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. What was I saying in the first place? Well, I'm the one, you know, you're like, why does it have to be like that? Why do you think you have to do all of this to lead to sex and have these trivial conversations? And I'm like, why not? I mean, not why not in the sense that this is our society set up. For us women, this is, we have many things that's difficult being women, real women from birth. Um, but one thing is not hard for us to achieve is to get sex for, you know, but okay. men have to do a dance and this whole thing to get it. I I don't want to put my experiences as a female on men and tell them they should act this way. But what I will say for me is that I put people in boxes. Mm-hmm. I have like I have friends. Um, I have some friends that are like very very attractive, and I don't do anything with them. And, like, I disconnect myself from them or feeling anything with them. So it's Mm -hmm. just, like, we can, once all of that's off the table and disconnected, I can have a conversation with them. I can hang out with them. Um, They can sleep over my place, and I'm not going to be rapey. Like, Mm -hmm. so I know that humans are complex, regardless of gender. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. why why is there more simple like why do men seem more simple minded or more simple (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to add that in there (laughs) why why do they seem more simple it has to just be society and not necessarily biologically because when you look at like boys and girls there's so many similarities there um before people try to corrupt both genders Mm-hmm. There's a lot of complexities in boys. Like, you know, when you see boys interact with one one another, hugging each other, kissing each other mm-hmm. on the cheek or whatever. What? Don't do that. Don't do that. 
kissing each other on the cheek, uh-huh. saying I love you. Mm. Crying. <laughs> they crying with each other crying. too. What the hell? Weird. Right. All of <laughs> how weird now. Be a man. Like, nah. <laughs> right. All of that stuff. Like, and that's that's a genuine normal reaction before somebody goes in there and perverts everything up. Right, right. So it it has to be it's not there's a lot of things like yes, we're biologically different, but like not this shit. Not this shit. If you could look at a boy from that age and see how he interacts. Yeah. To now it's only society and nothing else. Nothing happened biologically to that boy. Yeah, it's society. They tell him, you know, men don't cry, be be tough, breadwinner, all these things. And they also teach him how to prey on women. Alpha male, yeah. They also teach him how to prey on women, P-R-E-Y. And they also teach him, like, how, and, and, and again, some of this, I'm not talking about their parents teach him. I'm talking about, like, their environment and their own peers who get it from other people. And, like, also teach them, like, women are something to conquer. These are the steps that you take. <laughs> this is what you do. And then, see, this this is what bothers, bothers me is the whole, like, people don't, like, put analysis in it. They're not analytical. They're not, like, okay, this is what I'm taught, but why do I have to do this? Here are the questions I have. Why do I have to enter? So it's just, like, that's the, the type of self-awareness there's no like asking yourself personally questions about like why is this the way I have to interact? Why is this the way I have to go about things? Why? So that's what bothers me. I hate it. I hate the social norms. I yeah. think asexuality and aromanticism is basically kind of like a stand. It's like you're being a rebel against like your own society a society it is specifically i'm just talking about like the western world and whatnot right a society that's just so riddled with like sex everywhere that like everything has to turn into sex some way somehow and like for you to like stand on your own and be like nah i'm good no i don't need that Mm-hmm. We don't need to talk about sex. I don't need to like jump on you just because there may or may not be attraction there. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to have sex, it doesn't have to be. We don't have to do this whole date and this whole stupid process right. to get there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to get on the groups of. Shout out to Backpage.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that got shut down. <laughs> shut the <Okay>. fuck down. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> and they also uh, shut down Craigslist personals. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> so. Um, sex workers can't get a break. Anyways. Yeah, they're saying it's a bad thing. because Transsexuals out of work. Okay, what you saying now? <laughs> All right, so the four <laughs> groups. <laughs> Of asexuality or whatever they want to call it, the four right. categories of um of I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> but okay, so category number one is romantic sexuals, and it mm-hmm. says we used to think that just about everyone fits in this category, just as we used to think that just about everyone was heterosexual. Right. Okay, but. It doesn't even describe what a romantic sexual is. I think that's the regular people. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. Thanks. <laughs> the yeah. second group is the romantic asexuals. 
says romantic asexuals experience romantic attraction but not sexual attraction um they also added in a study of nine asexual women seven said that a romantic relationship was the same as a sexual relationship only without the sex sounding like you yeah true that's how i do mm-hmm huh so okay romantic attraction but no sexual attraction do you feel that way too no, no, that's you. The other one, number three is me. As in you, you, Amanda, you're perfectly fine with dating. Let's say a guy gets your attention to a point. You date him, date him, and you don't want to get sex involved, apparently, till marriage. Correct? Yeah. But you'll enjoy the, 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 the motions and the feels and everything and the conversations and all that. You want that. Correct? Like your emotional bond, building, bonding. Okay, okay. I will say that, yes, that's what I want overall, but I'm so jaded because a lot of people can't even, you know, bring that to the table. So Mm -mm. I just get annoyed really quickly, and I'm like, all right, I'm moving on. I'm not answering back to your stupid text. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. People are stupid. Mm-hmm. Very much. Pretty so. much. Yeah. Very much. Um. Hmm. But okay. I mean, your question about like me waiting to have sex till marriage—it's a, it's a little bit complicated because this is why you know I want to se- separate a little bit of the celibacy and the like asexuality because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how things are gonna be once I get married and once I have sex that's an unknown so what do you mean if it's good no because sex is about the what I mean is like having a healthier view on sex like having a um emotion attached with sex and bonding attached with sex I can't say that that will come about okay so in your last relationship you didn't have any bonding with the sex then um it it, it was a bit complicated I I will say not every time there was a good amount of times it was just like no no I was like sometimes I was doing it just so I could maybe feel a bond or feel something and it just it would give me like a little fleeting feeling but it wasn't long lasting or sustaining wasn't like what Queen Latifah could do to you with a strap (laughs) Do, do the hand claps again. Do the- <clears throat> <laughs> take it, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> dagger, dagger, dagger. Uh, dagger. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't uh, emotional. Bo- but, but, I guess he was also an um, unemotionally available, unavailably well, emotional. Wait. Right, right. Un- Unemotionally available, mm. right? Sure, but maybe that's also being that I'm asexual, or being that I understand asexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's also why I picked them in the first place. Right, right. But nobody Having came out and identified as either one, if you will. Huh? Nobody came out and identified as a aromantic sexual, or whatever, or somewhere along that lines. No, a, a what's it called? A romantic, a romantic asexual. asexual. Is what we're talking about now. Yeah. 
Hmm. Okay, so the aromantic sexual, which is the third one. Me. Gay. <laughs> aromantic sexual people do not experience romantic attraction, but they do experience sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. Who are you sexually attracted to? Animalistic attractions. Is that why you said no to my proposal? We're not talking about this proposal again. <laughs> go get the go get the immigration papers and all that, all that. Get the fiance. So you trying visa to use me? So I can get an Amer- a job in America without Trump kicking me out. We can work it out, Amanda. We can work everything out. Well, we can't out. work it out now that you've announced it. Especially on the how you don't want sex, you don't want cuddles or nothing. We good. You, if I marry you, I'm going to get sent to jail because now you came out there and said we would be marrying for immigration papers. They don't know that. This is a joke podcast. Ain't nothing on this true. Ha ha ha. Plus, we've known each other a long time. It'll hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how are we going to describe the love story? An aromantic and an asexual guy. Yeah, you. and if they do that, they discriminate, and then we take him, um, take him down for hate crime. They can't fuck court. with us in this day and age. Me too, nigga. Me too. Be able to marry and exactly potty. Exactly. Together, all, all of it. If all we want to do is sit across the room from each other and just give a little wink, hey, that's it for that's us for the day. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you touching me. Nah, I'm good. And then the fourth one is aromantic asexual. People who are aromantic asexual do not experience romantic attraction or sexual attraction, but they may care very much. <laughs> Sorry. What? I should be mature. But they may care very much about relationships in the bigger, broader sense of the word, and they do experience love. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) There's a lot of questions there. So I get They don't experience romantic attractive, and they don't experience sexual, but they like lovey dovey. They like love. Hmm. Um. Oh, look, and then they reference the BuzzFeed article, the one that we were talking about, the myths, where it says they can love their friends, their family, children, and pets, themselves, and their partners. Okay. Okay, but (laughs) we're talking about people, man. Don't bring pets and children into this. Stop being weird. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Furniture? Oh, you sound like They can love their favorite band? Like, get out of here. We're talking about people here, not children. Right. Marie just did something. Oh, I love you. For that. Oh, <laughs> I just saw what I did there. <laughs> Children, the demons of the world. Yep. Children aren't people. They can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> They're stupid. They can't live. They can't um, live on their own. Fend for themselves. They'll die. Okay, so <laughs> so you can have romantic attraction. Wait, no, you don't experience romantic attraction but you can love your partner wow that's like a friend then i love you but i'm not romantically attracted to you or sexually like that that's like a friend see what makes all of this confusing is that nobody's defining what romance is so i could be on the same page right they keep saying romance sex love romance sex love Okay. Like, what is romantic attraction? Like, what you give me a rose, and because I like the rose that you gave for me. For me, I think it's the... bonding emotionally. I think that's what that is for me. Huh? 
It's so that's, you don't that's the pin that's the key in the relationship for you. And if you get if if sex is happening all the time too, okay. But then the other one is like, I don't need to bond with you. So if you can't bond, if you can't bond emotionally, right? Because rom- if a romantic attraction is about bonding emotionally, then how can you love your partner? Because that's, that's an thing. emotion. I can love you without needing you to show me constant displays of affection or feeling that type of bond with you. Because they're a different type of love, as we know. Mm-hmm. I'm not loving you romantically. I'm loving you platonically. The companionship so you, is like I like com- it's good companionship love. I so have you love to your talk friend. <laughs> you love your friend that you're calling a partner. So basically, let's just x out partner in there because you love your friend. That's it. Your partner is just your friend, right? Because you platonically love them. There we go. As a friend. There we go. So that's so you're not in a relationship with them. Well. You go through the motions where you live in the same place. <laughs> and you... Roommate, <laughs> you you're roommates. <laughs> yes, roommates. Then what are you doing as roommates? Like, Com- that's what I'm saying is companionship. is the companionship friend. That, I think that's what number four is. It's a companion. A companion. Life companion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so basically somebody that... But how do you even get to the place where you're like, come live with me and be a partner? I think it happens in reverse. I think you start off lovey-dovey. But you've been together for so long, it's like, I ain't going to divorce you. Okay, hi, bye. Pick up the groceries. You know, I don't hate you. But it, the spark ain't day no more. And I ain't trying to go date when I'm 50. See, but that person wouldn't be an aromantic. That person would be... A- a- <clears throat> a regular normal person yeah and then the romance faded but that's not but that's not who they are right it's just what happened to that's what i'm them. saying remember in the first beginning i'm like i think it's really the experiences that takes us in who you self-identify as at a given period in your life me five years ago there's different stuff about myself i wouldn't readily identify as before compared to now if you will so I used to be asexuality. Christian, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Asexuality is a sexual orientation. Aromantic is not. Then that's the difference. Right. That would be the main difference. Aromantic is the love has faded. <laughs> no, aromantic <laughs> is you find you're more attracted to sex than having to do emotional bondy stuff with you. I'm not going to treat you like a dog, but I ain't trying to bond with you like that. So, you know, like back in the day when they would like give people like little career tests, not everybody experienced that, but like, you know, they had like little tests that you could do and it'd be like, oh, you would make a great doctor. You would make a great. Mm -hmm. So for you, you would make a great prostitute. Would I? Yeah, there's no emotion. You get the sex, but you also get paid for it. I probably be so an escort you're doing what you love. I, I ain't gonna just be on the street. I'm like <laughs> a, a high price escort. Yeah. All right. So we're at the end for us. Mm-hmm. We are at the end. Woo! 
hope you guys and um enjoyed this this uh podcast kind of tackling the terms of aromanticism and asexuality and kind of some of the social norms within the world that irk us you know oh it's almost like a mr rogers moment yeah that's my guy shout out to mr rogers yeah was he also a bathroom man no he's a sweet old man before we get there Mm -hmm. so anyways add us on uh twitter ramble ramble pod uh email us at ramble ramble show at gmail.com and we are out peace see ya